I think we can dive in here. So uh, my name is Chris Cruz, and I'm the worldwide leader of AWS Marketplace Business Development. And joining me today is Brad Lyman. He's one of our principal product managers. Uh, together, we have just about eight years of experience with AWS Marketplace. And since we've been part of Marketplace, we've actually seen about 2,000 listings added to the catalog. And today's session is really to go through what's new with Marketplace. So a lot of you are existing sellers, and uh, we want to touch on all the new feature innovations that we've added to Marketplace in the last few months, as well as some of the new program things that we've added to Marketplace in the last few months. So why don't we dive in here? So the agenda, as I mentioned, is kind of what's new and you know, kind of giving an overview and just kind of a baseliner of Marketplace as a whole. And then we've really broken out our innovation into three distinct areas. So the first area is you know, what we've done to help you reach customers. So we've done a lot of things on the digital demand front, um, both supporting within the platform as well as as a program. And so we're gonna talk about that. Um, we're then gonna go through some of the innovations that we had for just submitting products and new types of things that you can submit, different images and that type of thing. And then we're also gonna go through some of the pricing and management functions that we've added to the platform in the last few months. And of course, we're gonna go through a number of demos along the way to show some of the features that we've actually come out with here. So kind of a quick marketplace overview. You know, for uh, a lot of you in the audience, what I'd like you to think about Marketplace is it's a digital software catalog. And what Marketplace allows you to do is really deploy software on demand. Uh, the catalog has grown dramatically over the years. We now have over 1,400 ISVs selling through Marketplace. And those 1,400 ISVs actually constitute about 4,500 listings. And you can see the active uh, customer number is actually up to 200,000. So if you've been following along, the title of the session was 190,000. And so when we submitted the abstract for this session just a, a few months ago, we had 190,000. We're now actually up to 200,000 active customers on a monthly basis. And we track the consumption of Marketplace through the concept of an EC2 instance hour. And what I mean by an EC2 instance hour is whenever you fire up something on a Marketplace, whether it's paid software or open source software, there's an EC2 instance that's attached to that, that Amazon machine image. And we track how many hours are actually used on a monthly basis. And we're now up to 650 million instance hours being used at a marketplace on a monthly basis. Uh, marketplace is replicated across the globe. It's actually considered a day one service. So whenever, market, whenever AWS stands up a new availability zone, Marketplace is one of the services that goes in the first day of that launch. So it gives you an awesome way to distribute your products globally as a software company. And then we actually categorize that software across 35 popular categories. And really our charter is to allow third-party software vendors to price their software in consumption models that mimic the AWS experience. So our AWS customers are used to buying compute and storage in a consumption model, and that's really our charter. So we're always trying to provide different ways for you as software providers to sell your software in that same consumable format so the AWS customer has a very familiar experience when they use your products or an AWS service. We also give you an easy way to uh, deploy and a secure way to deploy your software, right? So there's a lot of ways that you can deploy your products. But with the marketplace, because we have a curated catalog, it's a great way to distribute your products in a trusted environment. And then if you're an AWS customer, it's a great way to buy products because everything is consolidated on their bill. And this is a great benefit for software companies as well because it literally allows that uh, AWS customer to buy your products and just put it right on that bill. And the AWS handles all the billing, collection, and disperses those funds back to you. And because we're doing the session, we're always evolving the platform. Now, it's important to think of Marketplace as more than just a shopping center or an advertising page. 
uh, it's really, it's important to think about Marketplace as a public managed catalog, right? Because what Marketplace is doing is more than just listing your products, right? We are providing you to publish your technologies, provide different versions of your technologies, and do that in a secure format. And we really support that with a global team that's underneath the hood as part of our catalog operations team. We actually have some of them here uh, in the audience today, and then they're also gonna be stationed at the Aquinox Theater um, throughout, the, uh, throughout the week if you actually wanna sit down with our operations team with any listing questions. But we really divide their efforts really into two different things. So there's a high touch uh, component to our catalog operations team, and that's the part that they help uh, software companies like yourselves get your products listed on the catalog and if you have any questions along the way they can provide that assistance right in addition they're constantly monitoring the catalog so we're always scanning that catalog we're always keeping an eye out for any kind of security bulletins for so for things like uh, specter or meltdown as soon as those hit the wire we'll take a look at our catalog see which products are affected work with those isvs to address those get those remedied so that our customers have a great trusted experience in addition, Marketplace also provides a ton of self-service support, and that's how we really provide that low-touch experience. So some of you, and I reckon some people in the audience, have been with Marketplace for a while, and you know, can bring back painful memories of that metadata spreadsheet that we used to have, which is this colossal spreadsheet that you use to really update any of your products. And candidly, it was a pain in the neck. And so we spent a lot of time over the last couple years providing self-service functions into the platform that you'll be able to leverage, and Brad's gonna show you here in a bit. So if you need to submit a new listing, you need to update that listing, add a different instance type, add a different region, you can all do that now through the Marketplace portal. And then we've also up-leveled the reporting. So now there's reporting that shows all kinds of activity, both on your transactions and some things that we've done to enhance the digital demand components that I'm gonna talk about here in a second. It's also important to think about Marketplace really as a, a digital fulfillment mechanism, right? Of, across a variety of channels. So when you take a look at this chart, you know, Marketplace is an excellent way to reach both enterprise customers as well as SMB customers. And again, we kind of position products from a category basis. Now historically, Marketplace was awesome for that transactional part of the business, which is what we kind of see as that 20K threshold and below, right? And it's really a low touch or almost a zero touch model. And what we found as we've done our own research is that customers will come to Marketplace and when they're at this threshold, they're just buying you know, on demand. They're not really going after any kind of marketing activity that's driven them there or any kind of sales activity. They're going to Marketplace, they have a need in mind, they browse the catalog and they buy. And so if you've got solutions that are positioned for that 20K and below market, Marketplace is a great way to fulfill that customer type. Now, a couple years ago, we added some new pricing functions to the platform that allowed ISVs like yourselves to go after that 20K to 100K transaction, right? And this is through our private offers feature. So now, when you get into that 20K and above transaction, typically customers want to talk to somebody, maybe an inside sales rep. They want to maybe get a price discount, but they want to buy through Marketplace because they want to put it on their AWS bill and take advantage of all that benefit and all the integration to the rest of the AWS portfolio. And so if you price your products and you, if you have a big audience for that 20K to 100K, Marketplace is again a great way to fill those digital transactions. And then finally, for that large transaction type that's 100K and above, Marketplace is again a great way to think about how do you approach those customers because now you can take private offers, but you can also complement that with enterprise contract through Marketplace. 
which is really a new baseline cloud EULA that standardizes terms that are specific to consumption for software in the cloud and allow you to now leverage that contract that we've put together with AWS customers combined with private offers. So regardless if you are selling products that are price point at 20K and below, 50K or above 100K, Marketplace is a great way to fulfill that from a digital perspective. Oops. Um, now, one of the pieces of feedback that we've gotten in the past is, Marketplace, can you help us out with digital demand? Right? You know, because we're all going after the same customers. Right? We're all trying to sell to that developer, that IT pro, a procurement office, or even just a cloud architect. Now, historically, being vocally self-critical, we haven't been that great about helping ISVs uh, from a digital demand perspective. And so that's something that we've really spent a lot of time on in kind of the second half of 2018. So as we go into 2019, we feel like we're much better positioned to help you on the digital demand front. And we're really going to do that through three different ways. So the first way is through AWS-led campaigns. And so this is stuff that we're going to do regardless of your involvement within Marketplace. Marketplace is going to up its, uh, up its game in terms of what we're doing just to raise awareness for Marketplace and making sure that the customers know what Marketplace is. And then we're going to supplement that with AWS GTM campaigns. So we're actually going to dovetail Marketplace uh, in a greater way into the overall AWS messaging. So when we do maybe a campaign around data lakes on AWS, Marketplace is going to fit within that campaign. Uh, we're also going to include more and more ISVs into the prospecting days, which is an, uh, a sales-led initiative, and uh, through a number of other things through solution marketing. Now, one of the things we announced this month was Marketplace Solutions. So one of the pieces of feedback that we got was that customers would come to Marketplace, and it was great if they knew exactly what they were looking for. Now, if they didn't know what they were looking for, but they had a use case that they needed to fulfill, we didn't do a really good job of matchmaking. And so this month, what we've launched is a marketplace solutions uh, environment where now we're taking popular use cases and then marrying those up to marketplace sellers. And we're trying to get to AWS customers that are early in that buying process. And so we're really taking those popular use cases that we see across the entire portfolio and, mar and marrying that up with marketplace listing. So we're going to do a whole bunch of stuff that's really on that AWS-led part of this campaign. Now, we're going to supplement that with what we call joint digital demand efforts. And these are similar to what we did last year. And this is going to follow the same tiering process that we had in 2018, where we had a premium um, advantage in select tiers. And so these are co-marketing uh, type of programs, market demand funds that we supplement with credits. And we'll do a variety of things with this, whether it's an IPC, which is an integrated partner campaign, or any other type of campaign that we are working together with our marketplace partners. This can include uh, speaking engagements at your events. And so we're really staffing up to do more of this here as we go into 2019. And then finally, the other piece of feedback we got was, you know, marketplace, I just want your best practices. I want to go do my own marketing. So can you tell me what works? Because I don't want to go recreate the wheel. And so we've also really enhanced our seller-led GTM activities. And so what you're going to see now in 2019 is uh, a set of syndicated collateral that we've put together that's based off of best practices. So instead of having to go design your own landing page and try to do that from scratch, we're going to show you what works and give you that from a templatized, pro, uh, templatized type structure. Same thing with email content, standardized emails and all the content that you need that you just drop in your use case, and you put your product into there, but then you can leverage all the learnings that we've gotten working across ISVs uh, since we've launched the marketplace.
Now that's from a programmatic level. We've also supplemented what we're doing from reaching the buyers in terms of three distinct areas. So I'm gonna cover the first one, then Brad's gonna cover the rest. So when we look at the things that we've added to the platform, we've added uh, innovation around reaching your customers, searching, buying, and deploying through Marketplace, then how you price and manage. So let's talk about the first one here, which is reaching your customers. So kind of uh, dovetailing into the marketing discussion that I just covered, one of the pieces of feedback that we got was that, you know, the marketing dashboard within Marketplace was insufficient. It really didn't provide what you as a seller within Marketplace needed. And so this is one of the things that we've really focused on and we're going to be enhancing. And so with, within Marketplace, within the Marketplace portal, there's a marketing dashboard. And so now what you're going to be able to see is, you know, the traffic, the usage patterns and the revenue data that's driven by your marketing campaigns. We're going to provide additional filters so you can sort and group data on those campaigns so you can really track the aggregate results. So you can really know what's working and what's not and then provide you with comparisons so that you can identify trends over time. So the marketing dashboard within Marketplace is going to be updated dramatically here. Uh, now, the other piece of feedback that we've gotten is that, hey, your telemetry has room for improvement. A lot of times we've got feedback that, hey, your ref tag functionality, it expires too quickly. Our campaigns run longer than the timelines that you've given us. What can Marketplace do for that? And so we've done a lot of enhancements to the platform just to improve the telemetry of how you do your marketing through Marketplace, right? And so this is going to allow you to do things like multi-touch campaign attribution, allow you to uh, do investment optimization, and then leverage the seller reporting that I just mentioned. So some of the examples that you're going to see within Marketplace now, you know, if you're looking at top of funnel data, we're now going to start to provide unique visitors, how many repeat visitors, you know, marketing accepted leads, event attendance will all be consolidated through Marketplace. If you're looking at your middle of the funnel view, you know, you're going to be able to see better data on product description traffic to your actual seller pages, you know, what kind of marketing qualified leads we're generating, sale qualified leads, and then trial signups. And then bottom of the funnel, you know, better metrics and data on influence pipe, influence wins, and so on. So this is something that we've heard from the audience and uh, we're very excited. You know, going into 2019, we think we have a much better marketing story. Now, one of the other things that helps reach customers is the channel. A lot of times when we talk to partners within Marketplace, they leverage the channel to really provide that extension of their sales force and reach new customers. Now, the problem was Marketplace historically was really just set up as a direct channel. It was Marketplace and AWS customer. There really wasn't a, uh, a player named channel partner that fit into the mix. And so we heard your feedback. And so two months ago, we launched the first version of this, which was channel partner private offers. And so how this works is now as an ISV, you can log into Marketplace and you can actually designate resellers through Marketplace. You can designate their buy price and then you give them the ability to now make offers on your technologies. So a reseller can now go in, they can actually submit a private offer to an AWS customer. If that AWS customer accepts, Marketplace will then do all the billing and collection and then we'll disperse those funds both to the ISV directly as well as the channel partner. So this is the V1 of this. Uh, very excited about this. This has been something that's been a long time coming because now it allows channel partners to participate in Marketplace as a transaction. And they can take advantage of all those benefits. They can leverage that EDP spend that the AWS customers signed up for and all the seamless procurement that comes with Marketplace. The other thing that we've added is the ability to respond to comments. And so, you know, it sounds like a small thing, but this has been, again, a popular request because Marketplace allows customers to rate your products, which is great. 
and it's similar to what we do on the retail experience. The problem was it didn't allow you as a seller within Marketplace to respond to that comment. So no matter if it was a great comment and all you wanted to do is say, hey, thanks for the support, um, we appreciate the review, or if it was a negative review, you know, you didn't have the ability to say, hey, sorry for your experience, um, here's some documentation that actually addresses exactly the problem that you hit. Or we have a new version that's coming out, you should try that one. And so this is now live on the website as of this month as well. So now you can log in. Uh, you don't even have to actually log in. You can go directly to the Marketplace website, look at a review, and you can respond to that. And so it uh, now provides a much better way to have that uh, connection with the buyers. And then the other enhancement we've done to really help uh, extend the reach to our customers is provide rich media support through Marketplace. So we did kind of a quiet launch on this a few months ago. But now, as a seller within Marketplace, you can actually upload video content for how to, how to do videos on your products. Uh, feedback that we get from our customers is more and more people want to just watch a video. That is new, that's the new medium for learning how to use a product. People don't want to look at documentation. It just takes too long, right? They want instant gratification. They want to have a video. And so Marketplace now supports video content. We actually accept those videos from you. We load them into our own S3 bucket so they render very quickly. And you can upload up to five separate videos onto your seller page. This feature is only supported on our server-based products. So anything that's an Omni-based product can now list this. And we're going to be expanding this to other offering types. But this feature is now live on the Marketplace today. So with that, I'm going to pass it over to Brad. And he's going to actually demo a couple of these for you. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. So this is the hard part, swapping laptops. And let's see how the internet works for me. So uh, first, before we go into the rest of the innovations, I just want to do a live demo of the things that Chris has shown you. So I, I pulled up Trend Micro's page, and you can actually see that they're using a, they're using videos. Provides you with a central dashboard. Here you can see your security status and events across protection modules, like anti-malware, intrusion prevention, integrity monitoring, and more. 12 seconds, perfect for a demo. <laughs> so you can see that, like Chris mentioned, if you want to show customers how they actually use your product, show them what it's like inside of it, you can use demos here. Um, this is just one example of a seller using that. I'm also going to show you quickly how the reviews work. You can see that we have reviews. We've added leave a comment here. I can now open up the page and say, thanks for the review, give a pen name, reinvent test, and then go to preview my comment. I can see the comment I'm going to be pre uh, that I'm going to be responding to, my comment as well. Um, you can use a pen name there. We actually take uh, 48 hours to post these because we curate these to make sure that they follow both our terms of service and our uh, industry guidelines so that we know that the comments there are going to be helpful and, and part of the constructive experience on Marketplace. So I'll jump back over into demo now. Talk about the next area of innovation. Uh, so I want to talk about the search, buy, and deploy experience. Uh, so the first thing around our search experience is the migration mapping assistant. Uh, we've been really pleased as customers have moved and migrated from on-premises to AWS. When they make that switch, it's a time where they find other products that either match what they have in their existing data center or that might replace that in, in a new cloud-friendly environment. 
So we actually allow uh, buyers to do a bulk search where we find matching software in our catalog and present that to make their migration path easier. Uh, we think this is a great way for you as a seller to get in front of a customer at a time when they're making a big selection choice about whether they're going to stay with a vendor or go with a new solution. Um, all the software that we show is available to purchase out of AWS Marketplace, and it, like all products in AWS Marketplace, is uh, verified to deploy on AWS. Uh, we also, if there isn't an exact match, we use categories to show you other software that may be able to address your use case, um, which is another benefit of being in AWS Marketplace, being able to show those products to migration customers there. Another enhancement we've had to search is our homepage product selector. Previously, as you've gone through the search experience, you've had to enter a keyword, product name, or vendor name to kick off that search. Uh, you might have known that you wanted a specific deployment type or a specific pricing option. Now you can actually go and select category, pricing plan, or fulfillment option before you start that search process. And we'll go immediately into the same search page and allows you to continue to filter down. Once on the product detail page, um, customers need to go through the uh, subscription, uh, the configuration, and the deployment process. That had been a single page within AWS Marketplace. Uh, our UX research actually showed that most of the time there were three different personas interacting with AWS Marketplace. Um, and so we've made this switch from a single page into a three-step flow to better support those personas. So we have a logical acceptance of, acceptance of terms, uh, which is what a procurement person would probably be most uh, concerned with. We have instant type configurations, what an architect would probably make selections around for using a product out of Marketplace. And then we have the actual deployment, what maybe a DevOps engineer would be doing out of Marketplace. And so that way that they can work together to kind of move from one step to the, to the next without all having to be in the same place, making the same actions together. Once they've made that actual subscription, we need to actually move them to deploy. And so we've had a number of enhancements to the deployment experience through AWS Marketplace in the last year. Um, first, I want to talk about private image build, which is in public beta right now. This allows a customer to combine their private gold image with the third-party software that you've provided. Um, that makes it much easier for many customers to meet their security compliance requirements because they can know that that base OS that they're going to use through Marketplace um, has already gone through their security scanning. So when they use your executable file to create that private image, they can actually share that with their organization and it's shared only within their organization, meaning it's private to within the accounts that they've set up. And we've also enabled a API for this. So customers can actually automate the creation of new private images uh, once you've created an executable file that we can uh, load into Marketplace. So I'll, I'll quickly go through the walkthrough of, of how this actually works. So a customer will bring their Windows Red Hat Linux or uh, Debian uh, gold image. We will inject that into Marketplace. We'll then take the AWS Marketplace software that you've given us and use another service called AWS System Manager to combine that into what we see as a private AMI. A customer can then check that private AMI into either service catalog or directly deploy that to an EC2 instance at that time. And because we stamp that product with the same product code that you use for your other paid products in Marketplace, all the same pay-per-use, um, annual subscriptions, everything else that we do as a pricing plan will apply to that same product. And again, this is available now, um, currently in public beta. The next deployment enhancement I wanted to touch on is support for nested templates. 
So as the number of resources you need to support your product grows, common patterns emerge. You can use a CloudFormation template to define that pattern and then reference that in another CloudFormation template. We have a feature called Clusters in AWS Resources, or CAR. We use that to actually now say you can define a CloudFormation template within that, so you actually make it easier for customers to, define, to deploy your products by uh, removing the complexity of referencing multiple CloudFormation templates and also reducing the number of deployment errors customers have when they deploy your product out of marketplace. Because it's important with the additional resources uh, to give visibility to customers about the price of your product, but also the AWS price that they'll have for those additional CloudFormation-defined resources, we also include estimates for the cost specific to each of your configurations. The last piece in our deployment section here is a new region that we're supporting where uh, you as a seller can make your products available. Um, we've added support for GovCloud, where local, state, and federal government agencies can deploy sensitive or regulated workloads. We've made this available for AMI and SaaS products, and we already have 950 products available to deploy into GovCloud. This is great for sellers who want to reach uh, a specific audience. Uh, we have more and more customers coming to AWS for the extra controls we give around certain regions, uh, and this is one way that you can very quickly, in a verified way, get your products into that region. The next area of innovation I want to talk about is pricing and managing. So this is really where you as a seller will interact with AWS Marketplace. The first section is our self-service listing enhancements. Like Chris said, uh, when I joined Marketplace over three and a half years ago, you would have to actually create a spreadsheet and email it into our account team before we could publish your product. We've come a long way since then. Now there is a, um, an actual workflow within the AWS Marketplace management portal where you can submit and edit your products yourself. You can easily edit the listings you have, uh, specify new regions, instance types, pricing options, anything you can make as a change to your product, you can do automatically through self-service listings. Um, the biggest thing that I wanted to highlight as a change this year is the ability to save your listings in progress while tracking changes. So just like a customer may have different personas, Oftentimes we hear from sellers that they have different personas that need to interact when they go to create a product. They may have a marketing manager that needs to create all of the detail page content. They may have a financial analyst that needs to do those pricing changes. They may have an engineer who's uploading um, an AMI or private image. Those people need to interact on the same listing, so we've allowed them to now go in, take those steps, and save their progress so that they can all come and collaborate with each other without having to all be in one place at one time. We think this will really make it simpler for you to get up and running in Marketplace as you build a larger and larger business here. The next enhancement is a small thing, but we heard that it was a big pain point for sellers, and that's every time you update a version, we were asking you to confirm and verify every single piece of data about that, uh, about that product again. So we've actually added a copy version so that you can actually bring over all of the comments from a previous product and then uh, make all the edits there without having to replicate all that information. Again, as you're updating uh, your products on Marketplace and using us as a way to get new versions in your customers' hands, this makes it much easier to describe that process and move quickly through the updates. Chris mentioned seller private offers earlier. Um, it's a great way for you to reach customers that have a very large transaction where they either want 
uh, a special price or a special set of legal terms. So we've actually enhanced the private offers to make it easier for you to run a large number of private offers through Marketplace, but then also for you to um, have multiple people interacting with private offers at the same time. So first, we have, we have a, a new sortable list view for private offers through Marketplace. So you can actually see all the products, all the offers that you've um, released over time. This allows you to quickly get into the view, uh, quickly view the details of any specific private offer. So you can see the price, customer, legal terms, expiration date on any of those offers. Um, we also added the ability to cancel an offer. So that means that if you find that you've made a mistake in an offer that you've extended, or you want to extend a new offer to replace the previous one, uh, you can now go ahead and cancel your previous offers for that customer so that you don't have to worry about a customer possibly accepting the wrong one. I'll talk about the reporting enhancements we've made. Um, one of the things for reporting is um, it's difficult to understand your past due funds. A great thing about AWS Marketplace from a customer's point of view is that we take the same invoicing terms that we provide for AWS and extend it to the invoices you get through AWS Marketplace. This often means that it can be confusing for you as a seller to understand which of your, uh, which of your funds are past due and which ones are just under current invoice terms. So we've actually added a report that lets you see which of your funds are past due and where in the past due flow they are. So that gives you more assurance around the revenue that you're driving and more predictability into your cash flows. We've also added new reports to support channel-led sales so you can understand how much business each of your individual channel partners is driving. And we've also added price, uh, support for all new pricing types through AWS Marketplace, which I'll tell you now about the pricing enhancements we've made for your products. So um, previously for SaaS products, we had two kinds of offers. We had a subscriptions product, which was good for pay-as-you-go, metered pricing. We also had a contracts option, which was for a one-time upfront payment. Um, you could use seller private offers with either of those to create um, an offer specific to a customer. But again, you had to either select a subscription product or a contract product. Um, just last month, we released SaaS contracts with consumption. That allows you to create a long-term commitment for a discount, um, just like you could for SaaS contracts, but now you can uh, include a pay-as-you-go option for that product as well, so you can get the best of both worlds, making it easy for a customer to estimate the right contract size, because they don't have to worry about peak load, they can just worry about their sustained load, and then know that they can burst above that with a metered usage plan. We've also added support for what we call flexible payment scheduler. This helps you do private offers because you can now break up the payments for a private offer on a SaaS contract product over the lifespan of that contract. We allow you to actually set up to 36 different payment dates, each with a custom payment amount. When you create a SaaS contract, you actually define the number of units that that contract will cover. So it's no longer configurable by a buyer when they purchase it because you know I'm extending a certain price for a certain amount of usage with a certain payment plan over time. You can also track all these scheduled payments through AWS Marketplace as well so you know what's coming in the future. And because those are pretty high level descriptions and it makes a lot more sense to show you. I'm now gonna do another live demo into our platform to show you how you can use these features to manage private offers yourself. So for any of you that have used private offers before, I'm in the manage private offers page. I'm gonna go ahead and create a new offer here. 
We've added some things. Let me refresh my credentials. Awesome. Okay, so we've added some things to this page. I've selected a SaaS contract product with consumption as a, a base uh, for this demo. I also am going to enter in a account number here. It's important that I use a specific account number because when you use SaaS contracts with consumption or when, uh, when you use flexible payment scheduler, we actually ensure that that customer is on invoice terms so you know that they're always going to be able to pay and that you never run into a problem of credit card with insufficient funds. So I'm going to click allow buyers to pay for this product in installments and then go into the private offer creation page. So I can see that this product has a single uh, contract duration. It's a monthly product here. And then I can see that I'm actually going to set the number of units that the customer will buy. So it's not up to the customers to select. You actually will say, if I'm giving you a particular price on a, on a payment schedule, I'm going to say how many units you have. So I'm going to say 500 units here and 1,000 units here. So then I can actually uh, see the contract with consumption dimension, so the additional metering that I may use for this product. So both the image recognition API and the video recognition API, if I were to go above 500 or 1,000, I would have a payment for each of those. I'm going to go ahead and give a 50% discount for each of these by saying 3 cents goes to 1.5, 2 cents goes to 1. Also with contracts with consumption, you can define a non-contracted value. So you could say, this is not covered as part of your contract, but it will flow outside of that. If there's any usage here, we'll go ahead and charge you at this metered rate. I'll give a 25% um, discount on that one. Now, this is the part where we actually see the flexible payment scheduler, where I actually have a payment schedule here, where I can create up to 36 different payment terms. I'm gonna go ahead and um, set my schedule of payments. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to start at 500 and roll to 1,000 and roll to 2,000. You can see that you can actually put in any value you want. And so if you have a upfront installation that's going to require a larger payment, or if you have kind of a gradual expansion that's going to happen as a customer migrates, uh, you can actually model that with the pricing you're going to charge. I then can go and set the invoice date. Today's the 26th. I'm going to set the first payment amount for the 28th. I'll set the next for the following week on the 5th. And the final payment I will set for the next Wednesday on the 12th. You can see I've got all of my payment amounts, my payment dates. I also can go and upload a custom EULA. I have a private offer PDF EULA here that I can select. So I can select a uh, end user license agreement specific to that customer. So that facilitates the negotiation about any other support terms that you may want to include there. Uh, last, last I set the offer acceptance date. So that means what date does this customer have to accept that offer by? I'm going to go ahead and select this Friday for that. So 11:30. So now I've created all the details on this offer. I'm going to go ahead and say review offer. And I can see a summary of all the information. I see the product name, the buyer ID, the expiration date. I see all the different units and prices I've defined. And then I see the payment schedule. And I can go and view that PDF if I want to. And then I go to extend offer. And we'll go and publish this offer. It goes through the same publishing flow as their other products. So it's going to be propagated around the world. Um, and it's usually available in a few minutes. may take up to 45. I'm now going to go ahead and show you some of the things around managing those private offers that I mentioned before. I'm going to go into the offers tab here 
and you can see all the offers that I've created. I actually went and created an offer earlier today that I published. Um, we can go and view the details of that offer. So in this, I can verify the buyer IDs that this was extended for. I can also verify the units and pricing. I can also see the payment schedule. And if you look, I can actually tell that I've made a mistake where I went 500, 2000, 1000. So I didn't have the same ramp up that I wanted. Um, so I can actually, because of that, go in and say cancel offer. So you can actually go in and see when you've made a mistake or want to make a change that that cancellation can be, can be done. And then I, I'm also going to go ahead and show you um, the PDF here. So I can go ahead and load the PDF. And so it's actually, I can load anything here. And this is actually a map of the Venetian and Palazzo showing you where you can go and talk to other technical account managers from AWS Marketplace if you'd like to find out more. Uh, we have, like Chris said, uh, several here that are ready to talk to you and walk through any process around uh, uploading a product, registering as a seller, or creating a private offer. I'll go ahead and exit out of this. And I'll go ahead and say that I want to cancel that offer because I want to send another one. Um, I can cancel it here. And, and then I get confirmation that I've gone ahead and, and canceled that offer. So as you can see, there's a lot of things that we've done to improve how you can go ahead and create a private offer that's targeted to a specific customer and that your sales staff can go and manage that process themselves. I know we have, uh, we did a good job of staying on time. The one other thing I will show is view the offer details. Oh. I've already started to cancel this offer, so I can't go view the details of it. Uh, I can go, so if you want to see the details of an offer that we've created, I can show you again how your customers might be able, I, might, I can show you uh, how a customer would be able to see what that flexible payment scheduler looks like. So when, you're, when your customers actually come to Marketplace to react to the offer that you've extended to them, you see that we actually have the number of payments laid out here as well as the dollar totals and the dates that those payments would occur. So after you extended that private offer, it's pretty clear to that customer what they're agreeing to, how many units they'll get, and what the extra price would be for anything beyond that. With that, I think we're gonna wrap up. With a thank you, I'll pass it over to Chris. Yeah, so that's kind of a finish there, right? So thank you for attending. Um, as Brad mentioned, um, and I mentioned as well, um, if you have any questions about the listing process, um, you know, want to access our catalog operations team, um, we have a number of our technical account managers here at the conference, so you get to talk to them one-on-one. -on -one. We have one in the back of the room, Paul Stark, so if you actually want to talk to one here. Uh, we have one in the room. Don't let them go because these guys are in high demand. Um, or you can go to the Aquinox, which is over in the Venetian. So, but thank you. Um, I know you are obviously a seller, so we appreciate you listing your products in the marketplace. Hopefully, these innovations that we've added in the last couple months uh, will be helpful. And we're always looking for more feedback. Uh, majority of our features, actually north of 95% on the seller side, come directly from you. So be vocal and bring your requests forward because we're always going to continue to innovate on this platform and make this an even better platform for you to distribute uh, your software to the AWS customer. So thank you. Yeah. And it